When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. And Shay, we're back at it. Visits have happened now with a bunch of Louisiana prospects to LSU for that Grambling game. So let's go ahead and jump right in here. We're not going to keep the people waiting on this one. We've got a loaded podcast. And let's lead off with one of the Bengal Tigers' favorite discussions, and that is defensive line recruiting. And that's because Gabe Relaford, the evangel Christian standout who's commit, committed to Texas A&M, was in Baton Rouge for the win over the over Grambling. Meanwhile, Texas A&M took a loss on the road at Miami. And we talked about how LSU can go about flipping Gabriel Relaford, and it's going to be a hard battle. But we knew that LSU needed to get him and in their case, preferably on LSU's end, his family back in town or in town just to begin with. And that happened. And like you reported on the board, multi-day visit. And now LSU has had him on campus. It's still a process. He didn't flip. But that's something where they can at least feel better about their chances because he did take the time to come down to Baton Rouge and uh, spend the weekend there. Yeah, you feel better about the chances, and this is a, you don't want to say must get, but it feels that way, because a year ago, Billy, they signed no high school D-linemen. They signed three edge rushers, but no guys that were on the D-line. Now, granted, Deshaun Womack has since moved to D-end, but your two other guys, Jackson Howard and Dylan Carpenter, have stayed as Jack linebackers, edge rushers. That's a low number. I mean, that's like zero or moving one into a new position is as bad as it can get for you. And we've talked at plenty about LSU having a new D-line coach every year for a number of years now and how that sets them back and puts them behind the eight ball in terms of recruiting guys. But they have two guys committed right now, both from Louisiana. They're not on Gabe Relaford's level. Gabe Relaford's a top five player in the state. He's got some of the best production in the state. And he's off to a very fast start as a senior. The production, at least as you look through the first couple of weeks, Billy, and what we saw in camps, you put him ahead of a Dominic McKinley right now in terms of guys who you watch and walk away and say that's a big-time football player, like he's doing it on a week-to-week basis. A little bit different players, obviously. McKinley's a little bit bigger of a guy. But you get my point. Relaford is an excellent player. Flipping him would be massive for LSU. Billy, you challenged my – um Watch what they do now, what they say on the board, almost throwing it away. You can at least say it's a case-by-case basis here because if we're watching what they do, yes, he's committed to A&M, but the kids that we hear behind the scenes, oh, they're committed, but they're going to visit and they don't. And then it's, well, they're going to visit for that they don't. This was his first opportunity to visit since he got the offer beyond the Bayou Splash. And he comes in for three days with family that's all noteworthy to me. Like if he wasn't interested at all and he'd called this his dream offer when we interviewed him over the summer, if he wasn't interested at all, you just don't come. Like we've seen that with like Wardell Mack and them didn't come around. Like 
There were spots where McKinley wasn't around. Like Gabe Relliford came right away. But at the same time, he leaves campus. And Billy basically tells on three in an interview with Sam Spiegelman that I'm locked in. I love a and I've been on them. They were on me first, and I'm firm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, and he said he wants to get back to A&M multiple times this fall to catch games. And I, I think I also said when I said I'm, I'm, I'm not a big believer of the watch what they do and all of that, but Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. That's recruiting. Look at Tylen Singleton. Hadn't been at LSU in months and committed before he even got to the Bayou Splash. So it is a case-by-case basis. Um, but it, it just, as an overarching thing, I'm just on the case-by-case basis. You can see it maybe creating momentum here and there with others and sometimes not as much. I'm very intrigued to see what happens with Gabe Relliford because if Texas A&M doesn't get it done on the field. And I don't know what, if they'd be willing to part ways with Jimbo Fisher after another train wreck season, that's just a ton of money. I know they have it, but still don't know if that's going to happen. Meanwhile, Elijah Robinson, like seems like a guy that most coaches with the way he recruits would, would want to retain him. So how does that impact it? But still LSU needed to get Gabe Relliford on campus and I think they took a very good first step to trying to creak that door open into a turn that door being creaked open into maybe the door wide open. And now it's a true battle. And when you get maybe an official visit, they still have that in their back pocket. That's important. I believe Texas A&M has their official as well. Um, but this is a guy that, Last year, Dominic McKinley and Gabe Relliford both had terrific junior seasons. They both did a ton on the football field. Gabe, Gabe Relliford has picked it up where he left off and has just been terrific uh, in a lot of these matchups that he's already had this season. So for LSU, I agree with you, Shay. A must do everything you can at this point to get him because you have Dominic McKinley, uh, you have Gabe Relliford committed to Texas A&M, LSU for the future of their D-line, Needs to find a way to get one of those guys. And you feel like now that Gabe Relliford has visited most recently, there's there's probably he'd probably be the one out of the two that I would say is most likely. You're dancing around me selling this visit as a big deal. Let's get straight to the point. Are you saying there's a chance or no chance here that they get him? I say there's no locks in recruiting. So I say there is a chance. I am not in the boat right now that LSU gets him. Okay, but do you, how much credence does it hold that not only did he visit, but he's with his whole family, and a kid who's called it his dream offer is taking photos with the national championship trophy, is hanging out with Will Campbell, who just got number seven in North Louisiana, guy, Zalance Hurd, Makai Wingo, number 18, a D lineman. All those guys were up there hanging out with him on Sunday. So, like, as a kid who's called it a dream offer, I would have to think that's kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. For LSU to line up the visit 
in such a way where everybody is doing their part, right? Like this is, this was a mini official visit from what it seems like, which is, it, he didn't just come in for the game, swing in town, catch it, see the atmosphere, boom, 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 out the door. I like that LSU had the amount of time that they had with them and it seemed like quality time. Like that is all important in the sense that they they rolled out the red carpet. They did their best. They didn't want to, you know, just skate by. They gave them the time. I think that's worth noting. But it is his first visit to LSU. And, you know, this was his first opportunity to take it all in. What I'd like to see is him say, oh, I want to come for an official. I'll be back for the Florida game. Or I'll be back the first or second or whatever weekend it is in December we haven't seen him go that far yet from what I gathered, but that's why LSU has time. They have time to keep recruiting him. All right, let's move on. We've, we've debated Gabriel, but he's a big one. Okay, let's move to a guy who does the other end of this. A guy who does not have an offer, but could Bernard Causey. Uh, oh, and I skipped right past Melvin Hills. Forgot. We're going to talk a little Melvin Hills. Well, this is another one, Billy, a kid who's committed out of state to a Texas school, this being Longhorns. Had an LSU offer, though, before he committed. Now it seems like they're going back around on him. And this isn't surprising because of everything we just laid out. They signed no D-lineman last year. Like, you have to have some. You've got two committed right now. It makes no sense not to try to push a guy like Melvin Hills, who's clearly in the top handful of defensive linemen in the state. Yeah, exactly. And we'll. this was one where – when he committed to Texas, we were talking with sources and saying, well, like if he committed, would you take him or whatever? Because, you know, he has been one of those prospects that has kind of been up and down. He's a very well-known prospect. He's been on the radar for years now, but there wasn't that sense just yet that LSU was like, all right, let's go all in. Dominic McKinley was still on the board, all of those things. But now I do feel like they should, from a depth perspective, at least – you know, try to keep him home unless they're going to go out of state and try to eval a kid late and flip him from somewhere else, which LSU did from Baylor last year, from Vanderbilt into, you know, Christian Brathwaite and Camorian Pimpton. I mean, Dylan Carpenter was committed to Louisiana. I mean, this is, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities if they could find somebody they like on the defensive line to do that. But you got a guy in your backyard that is right there, He's teammates with Juwan Johnson. You've got Sage Ryan on the roster. Uh, I can see them turning the heat up on him. Yep. Nope. Totally agree. And like you alluded to, uh, LSU is also uh, evaluating other commits uh, out there. And one is Bernard Causey, who did match up with Kylan Billiot, uh, the LSU four-star wide receiver commitment. They matched up this past week. It was kind of a rainy matchup and um, maybe wasn't as great as people would have thought because of that but um he's one of those guys that is certainly on the radar for LSU he's an old Miss commit um and a guy that you know out of the New Orleans area that LSU has squarely on their radar at least yeah Kennedy went down to Terrebonne and got a win it was convincing uh Terrebonne only scored once so Billy Ott did not have a lot of run at receiver in that one and I'm not sure what they really got at quarterback and all that this year he did have a big game uh, a couple of games ago but uh, we'll see what his stats look like at season's end. He's a high upside guy. Right now, he has LSU's highest ranked wide receiver commitment. Uh, and even then, uh, you really are banking on that long-term upside. 
here's where I'm at with Causey, Billy, is that they've got four corners already committed. Corner is one of their biggest needs. So getting to five would not be a surprise at all. And I think that they're still feeling out nationally, guys, and they're still evaluating seniors, all of that. Um, kids pop up in Texas. Kids pop up in Louisiana. Kids pop up in Mississippi or Florida, uh, Georgia. This happens every year. And if you're in a position where you've got room, you go after guys that end up blooming late in their process. I would say that with Causey, one, he's got to show that he's healthy because he's been through some injuries, but he'd be a guy you put on your radar if they start to see how the pieces are shuffling out in the class and they say, hey, we can get one more corner. We feel good about it. That Causey would be heavily evaled and then either made an offer to and push for a commitment or maybe we see them go out of state. But in Louisiana, he's one. To, he's the one to watch or one of the top few to watch. Yeah, especially if they can't get, you know, maybe back into Wardell Mack, who's also a safety corner, wherever uh, Bernard Causey makes a lot of sense for LSU. So we'll continue to track that one as well. A guy committed elsewhere in the SEC. Shay, um, we're sporting hats uh, from Tecovis for a reason. And that's because our partner Tecovis uh, is ready to help you kick off this season with a new pair of Tecovis. It's football season, which means it's boot season. It's starting to kind of cool down a little bit, which is nice. And the Baton Rouge Tecovis store at Perkins Row is ready to help you find your new pair of Western boots. For me, I brought uh, my suede uh, Tecovis today for the podcast. Love these. Getting ready to uh, break these out if this weather continues. Just super comfortable, great material. Um, I can wear these and have before legitimately about 9 a.m. to midnight um, have worn them an entire game day and not felt that discomfort that sometimes boots can give you over the course of a day. But that's why you need to stop by the store at Perkins Row, grab a cold beer, and let their knowledgeable staff get you fitted and acquainted with a mighty comfortable handcrafted pair of boots you'll enjoy this season and for years to come. Each pair of Tecovis are quality made to keep you in a personal style that's all yours to own. A great pair of boots will elevate your casual game day look or add a refined flair that draw, that'll draw eyes at the stadium and start conversations. So step into the Tacova store and get greeted by one of their staff met members that'll help you find your next set of fine leather goods. I got my dad uh, a Tacova's duffel bag as well for Christmas one year. So been a big fan of Tacova's, so pumped to be partnered with them. So from Death Valley to your next national championship game, kick off this season with a new pair of Tecovis. Stop by Perkins Row and don't go gently. Shay, I love the hat on you. Yeah, I've got the hat. They, they sent me the hat. Well, I'm here in Baton Rouge, obviously. So what I'll do is I'm going to go to the Perkins Row store and I will um, get some experience in, try on some boots, and then maybe I'll let people vote on which ones on the board that I should buy, who what, what fits me best. But I will say, if you've never been in a Tacova store, it's an experience. It's incredible. Like, it's a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. You have to see it to know what we're talking about. Yeah. So check them out. Tacovis, they, they'll take care of you again in Baton Rouge or Perkins Row. So appreciate Tacovis for their support of the podcast. Shay, uh, it's perfectly timed because we go over to Texas for the next two guys that were in town. And these are two of the best in LSU's 2024 and 2025 classes. And that's Caden Durham and DeCorian Moore, who swung down to Baton Rouge for the Grambling game. Always nice for LSU to get these guys on campus. 
and be able to, uh, again, let them experience game day and get them back around the staff and other commits. That's the goal. When you've got, especially out-of-state commits, you want them in as often as possible to get them in for the first game of the year and right after they committed. And it only, it's only been about a month since both those guys popped for LSU. Durham is one of the top 10 running backs in the country. DeCorey Moore is a five-star who is a junior is halfway to his touchdown and receiving totals from a year ago when they won a state title. So with a year and a half, oh gosh, a year and three quarters of high school football left, sky's the limit there. He's already the number two wide receiver in the country. Such a dynamic duo, Billy, for one of the nation's best teams that you could, if you're watching on YouTube, Keelan Russell's out here throwing Patrick Mahomes-style plays, uh, their quarterback. Duncanville's got all kinds of college talent, but these two are the best on the offensive side. And if you're able to, and I believe they will, keep Durham on board, Billy, through signing day, and then do the same with DeCorey and Moore a year from now, that's one of the best one, one-two punches you'll see come out of a high school you see DeCorey and Moore, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube right now, Billy was at this game and they tore apart South Oak Cliff and DeCorey and Moore there uh, set the, I guess it was one of the fastest timed uh, runs of the week across the country. I think he hit 22 miles an hour on that touchdown. But guy who adores Odell Beckham, he wore the Odell Beckham shirt on the sidelines of the LSU Grambling State game. Phenomenal player. And I will just say this, because Caden Durham counts to this year's class. If you get next year DeCorian Moore at receiver, Harlem Berry and James Simon at running back, two top 10 running backs, including the number one running back in Harlem Berry, both those guys from Louisiana, and you somehow win that quarterback domino and get Bryce Underwood or George McIntyre, that is a lethal combination of quarterback, receiver, running back to have. So things are going right on the offensive side of the ball right now with that group. Yeah, no question about it. Just just a lot of fun to watch those guys. I'll be seeing a lot of them this fall. I mean, they're I could pretty much go to any Duncanville game and 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 get a look at uh what LSU is getting in those two guys. Um, and they're they're really impressive. And they look to for them to swing down and and um you know come through uh is a is a big deal. Um so that was big to get those guys back on campus. Another uh section of Louisiana that uh, had uh, two guys uh, back on LSU's campus comes from North Louisiana. Devin Harper and James Simon, two of the best in the state, were back in town. Um, and James Simon, we can lead off with him because it made sense. His dad is on the Grambling coaching staff. John Simon, his brother, uh, is committed to Louisiana Tech in the 2024 class. John Simon, um, this is a really impressive back in the 2025 class. I'm excited to see him. Um, I believe next month um, when they play, um, they play somebody um, pretty, pretty good in Louisiana. There's a big matchup there. I'll look it up here in a second. But um, James Simon is, is one of the more impressive guys uh, that I've seen in, in the last um, you know, few weeks, really, uh, just with what he can do on the football field and how hard he runs and all those things. So um, for him to be on campus, for Devin Harper to be on campus, it just shows LSU is doing a really good job prioritizing the class of 2025. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Calvary Baptist play against uh, Westgate at the uh, end of September. Yeah. James talked about it being a cool experience. It was funny because he was in Brian Kelly takes photos with, you know, all the commits and top targets they've offered before each game, a big group photo and uh, everyone's in their LSU gear and he was decked out in Grambling gear. And there were some comments whenever I had put the photo out that they're like, why is that guy in Grambling state gear? And, 
Well, that's because his dad was coaching. So it was a nice family affair for him. He said it was cool to be an LSU recruit at the game while his dad was coaching. Uh, we saw them, uh, Billy and Tiger Stadium, both of them. His dad worked summer camp. Um, Brian Kelly, like Ed Orgeron did, invites all the coaches from the other colleges in Louisiana to come to camp, do evals. And uh, so his dad got to coach in Tiger Stadium on Saturday. He also got to coach his son in Tiger Stadium during summer camp when they had Bryce Underwood and Simon and Harlan Barry and all those guys out there. Uh, on the offensive side, tons of defensive guys too. Juwan Johnson, Deshaun McBride, a lot of commits uh, were there for that day. So that was a big thing for them. Uh, but a cool story to be able to be a recruit while your dad's on the other sidelines and the first ever meeting between LSU and Grambling State, Billy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, right there in uh, Shreveport as well, Devin Harper, a, a guy who's uh, a four-star, one of the bigger offensive linemen in terms of highly touted recruits that you're going to see in Louisiana over the next couple of years. He's got everybody after him already. I think more will come as his junior season unfolds, but it was really good to see him back in town. He's pretty much uh, been wearing LSU gear and gloves uh, all throughout uh, his uh, junior season already. Uh, when I went and saw him for his scrimmage against Northwood, uh, he had an LSU gloves on. Uh, he took them off. He said they messed with his hands a little bit, but I saw he put them back on for a game that Sam Spiegelman was at. Um, and he also had an LSU backpack and all those things. So, um, LSU is is getting these top offensive linemen when they're in Louisiana to come to campus. And for the most part, they've cleaned up. Yeah, O-line recruiting, one spot I am not worried about. They are doing very well right there. They get the early evals in. They hone in on a group of guys. They end up coming away with four or five of them. I've got no complaints about O-line recruiting, both on the field and for the future. Yeah. Uh, another thing uh, people aren't complaining about is uh, the help that a few people have already gotten. From our friend Zach Payne, uh, who's one of our podcast partners. Zach Zach Payne, there you go, rocking the Yeti. Uh, I've got mine as well. Um, and look, whether it's retirement, whether it's uh, your 401k, how to manage your money is so important. And that's why Zach Payne and Green State Wealth Management uh, have been such a fun partnership, not only because you know, he is an LSU fan and a huge LSU supporter on and off the field, uh, but he's a guy that uh, really wants to give back as well. So uh, he's committed to doing that when it comes to the maybe revenue that he's able to make uh, off of some of the people that contact and work with him uh, from our Bengal Tiger family. He's on the board posting a bunch. So um, Shay, again, we, we text with Zach all the time right now, and uh, he's been excited about this partnership and it's been a fun one so far. Yeah. And look, we've known a lot of people who we've talked to and I've experienced it over the years. You might have someone that's doing things for you. You kind of pay attention to it. And, um, you know, maybe you were with Edward Jones and you want to look around Zach worked for Edward Jones. Like he's been in this business now, now that he's at green state, uh, he can help you with a variety of things. Um, like I said, asset management, mutual fund stuff, market strategy. If you're into the stocks, anything like that, he can help you with. So give him a call. That's what he's here for. He wants people to reach out, cost nothing to just give him a call uh, and kind of give him a feel for maybe what you need some help with. Yep, exactly. So reach out to Zach Payne at Green State Wealth Management. You can email him Zach Payne, Z-A-C-H-P-A-Y-N-E at greenstatewm.org. So help him or get help from him to, uh, help plan your financial future. 
Shay, uh, when we look now ahead to that 2025 class that we really are enjoying doing uh, because there's so much talent, particularly in Louisiana, another guy that has been on campus a bunch. He was at Bayou Splash. Uh, he is one of the best prospects in the country. He's another guy that I'll see at the end of the month when uh, Westgate and uh, Calvary Baptist get together on the football field is Jabbery Antoine, uh, a, guy, a guy who's sitting here in five-star range for on three and the on three industry ranking. And once again, back on campus, a good sign to get him out of Westgate um, back on campus and in for this game. Yeah, I think he was at Texas in week one. Um, so getting him back here, as you noted, is big. Uh, Texas has recruited Westgate well, getting Derek Williams out of Westgate. It was a DB this past cycle. Obviously, they're going to try to get back in uh, and not do a pipeline, really, but try to maintain a relationship at the school now that they have a foot in the door. We also saw Bama get a Westgate kid and Danny Lewis. It's This is where Keishon Butte went to high school. Like That area in New Iberia has always been very pro-LSU. LSU has a commitment right now from a Westgate senior on the defensive line. So, yes, you want to reestablish Westgate because <clears throat> they're always going to have some talent. And more so than maybe even that, Billy, they need corners. And they need DBs, really, because these three veterans are about to be on their way out of here uh, in Andre Sam and Major Burns and Greg Brooks. You've got to restock those rooms. Antoine, being a Louisiana kid, a top 25 player nationally, one of the best players in the state, there is no doubt that he needs to be a priority. And when I talked about that, Brian Kelly hanging out with all the recruits, taking the photos before the game, he was front and center right there with that group. So he is a major priority for them. Yeah, as he should be. I'm really, he's probably one of the guys I'm most excited to see this fall, um, just especially from the 2025 class. And LSU, is stacking up uh, these quarterback visits and, and keeping them coming as well. And they go out of state to bring in for the Arkansas game, kind of an early look ahead. Uh, but on three's Chad Simmons. He reported it a while ago, but confirmed it again with George McIntyre, the number two quarterback in the country, uh, top 15 prospect on the on three industry ranking, that he'll be back in Baton Rouge for the Arkansas game next weekend, which is uh, huge news. So Joe, Joe Sloan continues to get these guys to come to campus and and uh, check them out. Yeah, most people would say Alabama, Texas, or excuse me, Alabama, Tennessee, LSU are the top three here. Um, he had already visited Tennessee for week one. and week two, he went to Bama and was there for the Texas game. Obviously, the Longhorns won that one. Now he's going to be at LSU uh, when they get back home uh, next week. They're on the road this week against State. So he's fitting those three schools, Billy, that are his top priorities here in very quick order. But he also said I might take a visit out to UCLA this year. He's going to be back in Knoxville in October when they play Texas A&M. So he was going to take visits, wants to get past his junior year, and then in the offseason kind of figure out a timeline. So with Bryce Underwood currently waiting until January to make an announcement, Billy, it's the number one and two quarterbacks who Joe Sloan has done a very – LSU's quarterbacks coach, Joe Sloan, has done a very good job of getting around a lot. These guys now have – three and four visits to campus over the past year, which is exactly what you need when you're trying to recruit national quarterbacks who are wanted by everybody. Yep, absolutely. So um, another big visit, we'll talk more about him as, you know, either you know ahead of the Arkansas game or after uh, once we get the reaction from him about how things went. Uh, but first, before we wrap things up with some of the really standout guys in the 2024 cl class of LSU commits, we got to tell you about our friends at Rogue Shop, rogueshop.com. 
promo code Bengal Tiger for 10% off your orders. The Bengal Tiger's home for legal CBD, THC, and more. Shay, I golfed Sunday morning with some buddies and then got up Monday, got to work, worked out, and then my wife's out of town. So what did I do? I hit the driving range uh, as the sun was kind of setting, got some night swings in. And I tell you what, just kind of that hip, you know, that hip area a little bit there, just starting to get a little tight. Maybe I, I pushed it a little too much uh, swinging the golf club around. But I tell you what, I slept like a baby thanks to that pain cream from Rogue Shop. Yeah, I told you guys I was going to order something new, so I did. I went with the tinctures, which I had not had since the start, really. And it's pretty much just like a little liquid vial um, form, and you can get it in full spectrum or Delta 8 or broad spectrum. And you can read on there or just chat with Char in the chat uh, about which one uh, you know might be best for you. But whether it's pain, whether it's sleep, I was using it to try to just sleep through the night. Boom, worked. So I've now figured out that both the gummies and the oil, which just takes a couple drops in your mouth, you're good. And I can sleep through the night. No issue. Not having to take anything else. No melatonin, no nothing. They dropped a uh, another uh, promotion also this month on the site. So for those who missed it, you got to subscribe to the Bengal Tiger. Dollar off uh, your first month to try us. And you can get that extra hidden promotion that Richard and Shar love to drop on the site. So live chat with them, figure out what's best for you to help with your sleep issues, your pain, your anxiety, all those things. They can help you out at rogueshop.com and use that promo code BANGLETIGER for 10% off. Shay, we wrap up here because some LSU commits are really starting to make, make some waves. And we talked about it earlier uh, this month or maybe at the be- uh, end of August, but uh, LSU does have a commit from Atascacita, which I've uh, been practicing on pronouncing. And that's Jelani Watkins, who this past weekend, they played a Saturday game, so he wasn't able to make it into Baton Rouge, but he took a kickoff return for a touchdown. He's one of the fastest guys in the country. I'm excited to see him later this year. But to see him now on this big stage at that program, I think is big for seeing just what he can do more on a just consistent basis. He was kind of hidden there um, at his previous school, but now at Atascacita, he's really able to emerge and, and maybe jump really a little bit more in the rankings. Yeah, this is a kid who's going to run track at LSU as a sprinter and play football, which has been done a number of times, uh, whether at an extremely high level like uh, Xavier Carter did in track or even a Trenton Holiday uh, to guys like Kerry Vincent, who were pretty primary football players, but across multiple years uh, were running for the LSU track team as a sprinter. For some uh, comparison in high school, um, Kerry Vincent in his senior year uh, was running 10-6 and kind of 10-5, 10-6 in the 100. Jelani's got times faster than that. So this is an elite, elite speed guy. Would be the fastest guy in in LSU's receiver room right now, and it kind of wouldn't be close. Shout out Kerry Vincent Jr. He was one of the the just fun guys to cover as a recruit. It was never, never, um, never a dull moment. But I tell you, uh, looking back on that Caleb on Chasson recruitment, one of the best sources was Kerry Vincent. They did everything together down the stretch. So shout out Kerry. Hope he's doing well. Um, and Shay, speaking of doing well, uh, Trades Green is at Zachary this fall. 
he is tearing it up uh, from what you were you were talking with Charles Power, our national analyst, about him. He's got a big matchup this week. St. Aug comes to Zachary. But we saw him almost eclipse the 1,000-yard mark last year. Now he's at Zachary, and he's a huge focal point of this offense. Yeah, they had watched his uh, – caught his full game this past week, and he was going up and making insane grabs that where you can tell, all right, last year he took a big jump. Now as a senior, he's taking that massive leap. Uh, we have him right now as the number eight tight end, number 126 player in the country. I'd expect that to rise. Uh, now that he's at Zachary, he's playing a little bit weekly, better competitions, got some more teammates around him. But even Zachary's figuring out their quarterback situation right now. And through that, Trey Des is still having a really good start. Uh, this is a kid, Billy, 6'7", 240. He's got basketball offers, including from LSU and Matt McMahon. But the football potential is starting to look really, really high. This is – it depends on who all they get. He will we'll, he will finish, I feel confident, saying as one of LSU's three highest-ranked commits. Yeah, he's, he's off to a really good start. Um, and so – a lot of eyes will be at Zachary St. Aug for those. Um, but I'll also be heading to the land of uh, Zach, uh, Zach, Dak Prescott on Friday to catch Tylen Singleton. You saw him over the weekend. You were really impressed with him physically. Um, LSU was able to flip this one kind of in a way uh, from where it was heading and get him on board this summer. And um, for a guy we have as an on 300 prospect, you said, I mean, he, he kind of blew you away. I'm looking forward to seeing him match up with some of these guys from Houghton. They've got Jalen Lewis there. Um, I, I'm really intrigued to see him run around because he's a big kid, too, From now that you've really laid eyes on him. He's a legit 6'2", 200, and he can add weight, certainly, and will be adding weight to, to his frame as he grows into a college linebacker. He's played a number of positions at Manny, but he's – a top 15 linebacker in the country right now in the on three industry rankings. That's what he's going to play in this Matt House defense is that middle linebacker role. I also think that I'm excited to watch him as a senior because he's had the production. He's on a really good team. Can they, can he continue to take that next step, Billy? Because LSU does need some, to continue to build this linebacker depth out. They have a number of guys committed right now. He's the highest ranked, like he's considered the bell cow at the moment. Does he end up producing like that? When I saw him in person on Saturday, as I continue to see him more and more, it was like, man, this kid looks really, really good physically. Uh, and his film's good. He's a highly ranked player. So this is get a little bit more excited about the more that I realize, hey, man, he could turn into a, a pretty solid player with time to develop because they've done a good job now stacking that linebacker room where you've got some veterans, you've got some young guys like Perkins, obviously, but even the Weeks brothers, and now you're bringing in guys like Tylen Singleton, Devon Keys, and others. So I like what they're doing at linebacker right now. Yeah, he's played all over. I'm really excited to see um, all over the Manny defense. I'm excited to see him used as a senior um, and just get a feel for how he moves around because that's one of the hardest things about kind of evaluating him is, well, he's played safety. Is he, you know, can he add weight? But, I mean, I'm I'm really interested to see him. I'm glad it's working out for me to go see him against a hot team that's 2-0. and um, but Shay, that's kind of it. I, I love that high school football season is rolling right now. A lot of good matchups coming up uh, in Louisiana and around the country for those to watch. Um, so just be on the lookout for the Friday night live thread on the Bengal Tiger and you can jump on board for a dollar for your first month and enjoy that because uh, we're talking a lot about these recruits as their sophomore junior seasons unfold. And a lot of these guys are really on LSU's radar or committed. So 
it's a great time of year to be on the Bengal Tiger. Yeah, and if you're into recruiting, the most telling time in a high school recruit's um, career, I guess you could say, in terms of what he's going to be when he gets to campus is his senior year. So that's, even though a lot of these kids are committed, 24 of them, watching them play as seniors starts to give you a real feel for what LSU is going to have coming into this roster. So yes, this is one of our favorite times of the year, not just because of Saturdays and Sundays with NFL, but Friday nights as well. That's that's the trifecta, the holy trinity for football fans. Yeah, and we're going to, by the time their seniors years wrap up, we'll have seen probably in person for games, probably 20 of them. So uh, no better time to be on the Bengal Tiger. So check us out. Just a dollar for your first month at thebengaltiger.com. So for Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody wrapping up this edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. Thanks for stopping in, everyone. We'll catch you next week with another edition. Make sure you subscribe to the Bengal Tiger YouTube channel as well as Apple, Spotify, wherever you catch the podcast at. A lot of good things coming down the pipeline for the Bengal Tiger podcast. So don't miss out. Subscribe today. Appreciate you guys listening. Catch you next week with another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast.